Hi and welcome to this week's episode of the Property Side Hustle Podcast. I'm your host Paul and on this week's episode I wanted to talk to you about being a professional sourcer. Over the years I've been sent some great deals from sourcers and I've also been sent some absolutely dreadful deals that just don't stack up. So the difference is the person doing the sourcing and packaging Ultimately, that's where it comes down to. So today's podcast is aimed at investors, but also aimed at sources too. That's a Wednesday morning. The sun is shining here. It's blue skies. It's absolutely gorgeous. And I, I can almost feel it. Summer is on the way. And a new fitness regime that I'm also currently... Uh, suffering shall we say uh, to keep up with so I guess I better crack on with the podcast so I can get my step count back up and do my weight session a bit later on. I'm sure you've probably seen these types of deals all over Facebook yourself. Somebody posts a deal for sale with some very basic information. They do this to gain obviously interest in the deal and obviously hopefully find a buyer. So what's the issue? Well, the big issue usually is a large percentage of these deals just don't work. You know, it could be that they've overlooked certain costs like legals, finance costs, sourcing fees, refurb costs, etc. Or it's advertised as exclusive and a quick search online proves otherwise. Now, I've lost count the amount of the number of times you know, I've had to call somebody up and, and ask about their deal, knowing full well it was my deal, you know, that I was direct to vendor and I had exclusive selling rights. So, you know, what, why were people trying to sell it online? Some awkward conversations and it's quite funny actually sometimes when you ring these people up and you can almost feel the awkwardness <laughs> when you say, this is my deal. Uh, is it? Uh, how? What? <laughs> Um, yeah, some really interesting conversations over the years. And I always do. If, if I seal a deal that I, I know is mine and I'm exclusive, I'm going to be ringing that number. So don't be sending them out to people um, unless it's your deal is rule number one, really. You know, and I honestly don't know who is training these sources that try and sell properties and deals like this. You know, one story that springs to mind is... I once went on a viewing, um, it's a few years ago now, in, I think it was Oldham, it was Oldham or Stockport, somewhere like that. Um, I think it was, um, yeah, a few years ago now, and, and, the, and the viewing was fine, um, from what I can remember, the viewing was absolutely fine, we were looking at it as a potential HMO, the property was empty, it was really tired, needed a, a, you know, a, a, a substantial refurb on it. Uh, to say the least. The property's great, agent was great, good chat with the agent, got all the details. But when I got back to the office, sat at the desk, fired up the uh, emails, sitting in my inbox was an email from a certain somebody with a list of exclusive deals. So have a guess what I'm going to say. You're probably one step ahead already. Yep, one of those exclusive deals was the property that I'd viewed that morning. So... I called the agent back and uh, I asked if have there been any offers in the past hour or so since we had the viewing and was it still available? And she was like, yeah, 
yeah, we've not had any offers. Uh, why do you ask? And I said, well, and I told her about it. And, you know, she she wasn't best pleased, to be fair. And, and when she knew that somebody else was trying to sell um, a property that she had on her books, you know, it's uh, it's really naughty. And it's just that it loses credibility straight away with, with investors if, if they find this out. You know, so I forwarded out the email. Um, and she was going to give them a call. So, yeah, I don't know what happened there, but um, that will have been another awkward phone call um, for that saucer. And the email itself was from somebody, shall we say, that's quite big in the property industry too. It still is today. You know, literally zero quality control about what they're sending out in their emails. Um, yeah, zero quality control being done. And it, it's it's just crazy. You know, and haven't been in property for a good while. Nothing surprises me anymore. But, you know, it's just so poor. It really is so poor. You know, look, if you're pinging out emails to investors and saying, look, here we go, big red writing, your deal is exclusive. This is exclusive to us. That gives the investor the impression they can't find it anywhere else. So, you 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 know you you you're setting yourself up for a big fall if you and you're going to be easily found out if you if that's not the case, you know. And all you're doing, like I said before, you're losing credibility. You're quickly going to be found out doing that, um, and then that investor is going to tell other investors, "Don't bother with this guy," you know, "Don't bother with so and so," and your name's mud. You've you've lost that credibility with investors, uh, and you'll get a name for yourself, but it'll be for the wrong reasons. You know, it's really, really not rocket science at all to package a deal. Now, if you source the investor first, you know how they will likely buy the deal. So you can factor in the purchase costs. Um, and, you know, the cost of acquisition then is going to be bang on the money because, you know, OK, my investor is going to be buying with, you know, a a mortgage. You know exactly what the costs are, roughly. Um you know exactly what the costs are roughly. That's a contradiction. But you get what I mean. You get where I'm going with it. You know how they're going to buy the property. So you know the, you know the, the rough variables there. Um, as opposed to if you had an investor buying with cash, obviously that's a completely different scenario and the numbers are going to be completely different in terms of return on investment if you're buying with cash. Because they've got more deal in the money. They've got more capital in, in, in play. Um, so, you know, it's a big, big factor. So you've got to factor in all these costs, um, you know, before you're giving them that figure on return on investment or telling them what the yield's going to be. You know, if a property needs a major refurb, then go and get a quote. So you've got at least something to hang your hat on and say, well, we've got a quote of this builder. They've estimated, ballpark figure that this is their quote. Um, you know, could be a little bit higher. You know, it's not a detailed quote, blah, blah, blah. It's just about being transparent at the end of the day. You know, not not saying these are the figures, that's that. You know, or, you know, not 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 packaging it correctly. You know, you have to understand that as a sourcer or deal packager, I should say, you have fixed fees and you have movable fees. Uh, that can mean a deal either stacks up or it doesn't stack up. So don't ever fudge the numbers on a on a spreadsheet to make a deal work. You know, who who is that gonna serve? You know, you're sat there at your desk 
with your spreadsheet up in front of you and you think, oh, it doesn't quite work. Well, we'll just nudge this number down a little bit. It doesn't work in the real world. You know, you, you will get you will get a bad reputation for doing that. You will get found out, um, you know, and being a deal packager and a sourcer, it's tough to build a reputation and to build trust and credibility. You know, you've got to make sure, first and foremost, you've covered all the costs, including costs of acquisition, cost of any works, cost of finance, cost of legals, cost of maybe ongoing management, cost of voids, cost of maintenance, cost of sourcing the deal. Talking of cost of sourcing the deal, I see this question a lot. I see it being debated on in property groups online. I see it in forums. I see it everywhere. You know, cost of sourcing the deal. Should you factor in the sourcing fee when you're crunching the numbers on the deal and you're packaging it up for your investor? Well, let's look at it this way. Let's pretend we are buying a deal from a sourcer. For us to buy that property, we have to pay everything associated with the property, but we also need to pay a sourcing fee. For me, you know, it's a cost of acquisition, isn't it? So yes, it should be in there. Include your sourcing fee in the numbers when you when you you're crunching the numbers on your potential deal. You know, that way the investor's ROI is based on all the costs. You know, the sourcing fee is still a cost for the investor. So yeah, personally, I'd include it. That's just just my my two pennies worth. So yeah, get it included. So if you're a sourcer and you're you know packaging deals and you're you're unsure on how to present that deal to your investor, you have to give them all the numbers. Do your homework, check your numbers over a few times, make sure they're correct. Be methodical. If you just sat there at your desk, sat there with your laptop, you're winging it. <laughs> the biggest advice I can give you is write yourself a process of things that you should be checking and factoring in. You know, create your own workflow, your tick list. So when you're going through a property, you're looking at it and you're thinking, okay, right. Oh, oh hang on, I've missed this. I haven't, I haven't thought about that. I haven't thought about that. Just have it there, sat on your desk. It's that simple. It's just so you don't miss anything. No, so yeah, create your own workflow so nothing gets missed. It's really that easy, you know, and it's so easy in reality to throw some basic figures together, but packaging a deal for an investor takes time. It takes effort. You know, you should give your investor a full overview on the deal, on the area, on the potential exits, uh, what the tenant demand is like in the area, um, and also maybe the potential market growth as well. You know, don't be giving them just a few figures and expect them to come back to you with without a dozen questions. You know, try and preempt that. Give them all the information they could possibly want. You know, before you just you just you're going to have to do that work later on. Because the chances are, if you fire over a basic document and it's got bugger all on it, really, apart from purchase price, this yield here, blah, 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 
that's not really much to go on, is it? You know, you've got to expect questions to come back from that. So just, just do it at the beginning. Get all the information, send it over, job done. You know, not doing the numbers correctly, not securing properties and being transparent as well. Um, that's what gets sources a really bad name with investors. It's really annoying because it's so basic. You know, don't lie about what you're doing. If you're not secure, if you're not exclusive with with the deal, then say so. If you're not exclusive, you know, be transparent about it. If the deal's with an agent, then explain, you know, look, this, this deal is with an agent, but I found it for you and I've done all the figures and, you know, I've done all the, the analysis and everything, you know, and this is the way we're going to work it. Blah, 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 blah. Just be transparent. If you're direct to vendor and you're secure, then yeah, shout about it. Say it's exclusive, but don't say everything's exclusive, like that that guy did on the emails. You know, and it's just part of the course in property. Just just be transparent and build relationships with people, um, because you will get quickly found out. And this is why I say it day in day out on Facebook in groups. You know, somebody, somebody, you know, uh, moaning about sources. You know, I seen something the other week that somebody said that ninety nine percent of sources are rubbish. And do you know what? It, there's so many bad sources out there that it, it's it's almost easy to believe that. But there are some great sources out there who can really find you know fantastic deals. We've got great relationships uh, with vendors and agents and things that could package up a great deal. So if you're just starting out in property or maybe you're doing it the wrong way, maybe it's not your fault. Maybe you've just been trained the wrong way. Maybe you've been shown the wrong way to do things. It's not your fault, but you need to realize to have any longevity in property and to have any sort of, um, you know, keep saying this word, credibility with investors, you've got to do it properly. You've got to do it properly. That's all there is to it. You know, treat it like a business. Have a process. Be professional and build your investor relationship so they buy from you over and over again. Or at the very least, you know, you want them to be happy with your service and singing your praises to other people that they meet as well. So if you think property might be for you, we have put together some free training for you in an online workshop. All you have to do to see the online workshop and get access to it is hop online, visit our website and watch the free property training workshop. I'll give you the full A to Z of sourcing and packaging deals on that workshop as well. So it's definitely worth looking out for. So if that's of interest head on over to our website at psnproperty.co.uk and I'll pop the link in the show notes as well. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode and if you want to get more involved, you can go and join our Facebook group, The Property Deal Sourcing Community. Just have a look for it online, The Property Deal Sourcing Community on Facebook. Just check the show notes for the link or you can find it on our website as well. So if you like the show today, please 
All I ask is that you share the love and post it all over your Facebook or Insta and tell any property friends, hey, you want to check out this podcast. Till next time, stay safe, take it easy.